Among the unfortunate events recorded in Mahaloscha, the Torah describes the tragedy of the Asaf Suf, the rabble-rousers, or the Mis'avim, the desirers, who viciously complained against Hashem out of their apparent craving for meat. The Torah depicts their gruesome end in great detail. They were supposedly fed up with the mun, literally as much as figuratively, and they insulted God by ungratefully recalling the imaginary good times which they claimed they lived as oppressed slaves in Egypt. Hashem's response was to give them what they had asked for, but for a heavy price. How much would it cost them? Everything. Their lives. Indeed, Hashem would serve them fat, juicy quail, the meat they craved. In fact, so much of it that they would become sick literally to death from it. The Torah informs us that the location was named Kivros Hata'ava, literally the burials of Taiva, or the graves of desire, in memory of this tragedy. Now, although there are perhaps many questions to ask about this narrative, we'll focus on two basic questions. The first question is why exactly Hashem decided to feed these people meat in the first place? If the people deserved to die, they could have been killed on the spot. They didn't need to be fed first. And perhaps we can readily appreciate how this way of death demonstrates Hashem's pristine poetic justice of Mida Keneged Mida, that he gave them what they wanted. However, the fact that these people were, in fact, given what they wanted in some fashion, at least, despite the disrespectful way they had asked for it, is striking. Arguably, perhaps it would have been poetically just for Hashem to have rightfully allowed the people to starve to death for being so despicably brazen. In fact, it would have been equally appropriate if Hashem taught us for all times that if you don't ask properly, you will not simply be granted what you want. Apparently, though, Hashem sought to teach a slightly different lesson. Now, what exactly was that lesson? The second question regards the name of the final resting place for these rabble-rousers, Kivros Hataiva, the Graves of Desire. This name is somewhat strange. Shouldn't it have been called Kivros Hamisavim, the graves of those who desired? After all, it was they, the people, who were the ones who were buried there. Desires are intangible. They're concepts. They can't be buried. Why then was the place referred to as the graves of desire? The answer to both questions in a line is as follows. Satisfaction is the death of desire. I heard this quote a number of years ago and found out recently that it actually came from an album title of a heavy metal punk band. But what does this line mean? Satisfaction is the death of desire. It appears to be a most profound double entendre. But it is not just a double entendre. It is a depiction of two diametrically opposed worldviews. One is the eternally true Torah view, while the other is the misguided view of hedonism. Satisfaction is the death of desire. What does that mean? What is true satisfaction? And what marks the death of desire? If you ask a hedonist, he might tell you that satisfaction is the sensation you feel when you fulfill your desires, when you experience immediate gratification and pleasure. And to that same individual, the death of desire is marked by the quenching of one's fiery passions, which supposedly takes place when one pursues and fulfills his desires. But this is nothing short of perhaps one of the greatest misnomers of life.
The truth is that one who pursues instant gratification does not experience satisfaction. As Kohelas puts it, Ohev kesef lo yisba kesef. He who desires money will not ever be satisfied by money. What then is the true satisfaction? What marks the true death of desire? And where, in fact, is the grave of gratification? The answer is at Kivros HaTaiva. Hashem could have rightfully starved the Bnei Israel and taught them that you can't always get what you want. But instead, Hashem sought to teach them a lesson so much more fundamental and so much more poignant. Be careful what you wish for. Indeed, sometimes you get exactly what you want. But maybe what you think you want is not what you really want. At the end, we all want to achieve quote-unquote satisfaction. And indeed, it can be achieved with the death of desire. But if we think that that means living life in pursuit of our innate desires, we will never achieve satisfaction. That is because the death of desire is met only when we overcome it and not when we succumb to it. Thus, the Gemara in Sukkah and Daf Nun Beis Amad Beis intimates, ironically, that the more we feed our inclinations, the hungrier they actually become, whereas the more we deprive them, the more satiated they become. Apparently, when we succumb to desire, it does not get quenched. It never goes away, not until the day one dies, at which point he can no longer desire anymore. Indeed, Kivar Sataiva is not merely a location where a bunch of voracious ingrates were buried, but it is where the desire itself died once and for all. Not because the complainers got what they wanted, but because they were dead and could no longer desire. Indeed, their desires died, but unfortunately it was not in fact until they descended to the grave with them. Desires died and were laid to rest at Kivros Hataiva, but they took some human casualties with them. And the real tragedy is that it did not need to be that way. The battle against the Sahara is an extremely tough one, no kidding. But as Hashem warned Cain, the Atatim Shalbo, you can overcome it. And when you do, oh, how satisfying it will be, how gratifying it will be when we've overpowered our extraneous earthly passions and have gotten them completely out of our system, not by giving in to them that one time, but by deciding that we can do so much better without them. When we make that decision, we will achieve true satisfaction, as long as we're careful to remember what that word means. Yes, satisfaction is the death of desire, and you could take it as you will, but realize that how we take it makes a world of a difference. We should merit to yearn for and ultimately achieve that true, eternal Torah sense of satisfaction.